This, this is the Our Auto Expert Podcast. Find us on air, online, on mobile, and on your smart speaker. Please subscribe at ourautoexpert.com. Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert. Now, here's the host of Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert. Nick Miles. Locally created, nationally celebrated from the northwest to the southeast. This is the World's Car Radio Show. If it has a throttle, we'll feature it on air, on smartphone, online, or on smart speaker. This is our Auto Expert, where 2 million Americans get their automotive information daily. I'm Nick Miles with Automatic Andy, who learned today that licking the plug of the ID4 to see if it's working is how Jen made her hair so curly. Our Auto Expert is where 2 million Americans get their automotive news daily. Uh, yeah, it really has 20 watts. I'm not joking. 20 million. 20, yeah. 20 watts yeah. of power. Gigawatts. Mm-hmm. Um, packed show today, guys. Hi. Yes. We got a lot going on. Hi, Welc- everyone. Welcome back this week. There's so many cars. Yeah, on the show. So many tires. Yep. Each of them. How many tires does a car have? Quattro. Nope. Four. Nope. Uh, uh, there's no more than four, Nick. There is. There's the left one yep. times two and the right one times two. You're missing one. Where's the fifth one? Not in the middle. Spare. You know what? Boom! No, no, no. No, that's a trick question because most new cars don't even have a spare. Yeah, they do. A lot of them do. A few don't. A few have the run flat. A few have the uh, the spare. don't have spares, but most have spares still. A single mom car doesn't. You know, yeah, it doesn't. It just has a prayer. Well, it has a prayer. <laughs> I hope you can figure it out. Flat, you pray. <laughs> uh, I don't buy cars that don't have spares. Yeah. I'm anti spare. Mm. Yeah. Nick, it's 2021. Maybe when people are listening to this, it'll be 2022. Mm. They'll be listening to a replay sometime in the future. Perhaps somebody dug this up in one of those um, bullet-preserved boxes buried under the earth in 100 years' time, and they're like, what's a car? What's a car? Is that the thing with five wheels? Yeah, that's the thing they used to drive. That's the thing that our great-great-great-great-great-grandparents drove. So barbaric. Yeah, so barbaric. Now we teleport everywhere. Yeah, they use metal. Um, you know when people, when cars first came around, and everyone goes, "Oh, they'll never replace the horse and carriage." Yeah. Uh, people are now going electric cars. That's silly. Well, it's kind of funny how history repeats itself. I mean, a lot of them were electric. Well, horses back are coming then. back. No, not the horses. Oh, that'd be sweet. I need the, the electricity. <laughs> electric cars. I just think it's ironic. Well, <laughs> we started off with different power sources. Mm-hmm. I mean, we started off with electric boats. Now they're making electric boats again. Mm-hmm. We started off with maybe we'll go to steam power again. What if we went full circle and we had electric horses? Well, I guess technically I was we're say. electric powered anyway because our nerves fire off electric power. Yeah, what electric if we had, what, yeah, what if we have lightning horses? I'd just be horse electric horses. I'd just be horsepower. Yeah, I oh, guess it would horsepower. Be. Uh-huh. How how much is a horsepower? How much is a... Oh, God. Three. You asked me this a long time ago. I forgot. It's really complicated. It three, is. Three Do you know vectors. how they measure... you know how a horsepower is measured? Yes, by uh, horses how and much pulling no. stuff, wasn't it? How much, wasn't a, how much it? a horse can pull Yeah, it's like... Hour. it's No, it's it's a weight up a well <laughs> at a certain speed. 
What? Yeah, yeah it's, it's complicated. really complicated. <laughs> I asked Jason Fenske yes. from Engineering Explained uh, once to explain horsepower, and he got like 20 minutes into it. I'm like, shut up. Why did I bother? Yeah, I don't care like it's, it's like a kilogram up a well over a certain angle of weight, and I'm like, who cares? I'm yeah. done. Why can't we make it cool? Usain Bolt can run three horsepower. Huh. Yeah. Okay. You don't care anymore, do you? No. I lost you. So, if, you okay. were interested when I said Usain Bolt, but by yeah. the time I got to the end of the sentence, I saw you staring out the window, going, it "Oh, it's raining." It yeah. really doesn't oh. matter. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Just as long as if you have more. If he does more. three horsepower, then I must, <laughs> I must be doing a clean quarter horsepower. Yeah, clean at a full <laughs> run. Yeah, <laughs> a full gallop. Do you remember when we started radio twenty years ago together? Yeah. And we used to film you running up and down the hallway. That was at least a horsepower. Yeah. I don't know. A full horsepower. Do you think so? No, not no. even close. I think you probably got to maybe a third of a horsepower from a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> at it, a full run. At, at best. At best. A full jewel of force, though. Yeah, jewel. <laughs> I remember her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was... <laughs> It was. It's crazy that Usain Bolt gets three horsepower, and we probably don't even manage point something. Yeah, not even. Yeah, and a car can do. I don't know, five hundred. And there's cars that do like twelve hundred of them. Yeah. Wow. And we still don't have any equi. We have no equitability of what a horsepower actually is. Well, it's I mean, nobody really realizes what a horsepower is. They think it's a horse can do a horsepower, but Shetland pony. Clydesdale. Nobody really understands what a horsepower yeah. is. Well, a Clydesdale <laughs> probably does like eight horsepower. Oh, and see, a Shetland pony probably does three. I mean, nobody really understands what a horsepower is. But there's different about. horsepowers. Mechanical, metric, boiler, electric. Get off that's the internet, enough. Jen. Yeah, that's enough. Jen, nobody cares. I can read the internet, too. No, I didn't realize there were so many. I know. Different kinds Excuse. of horsepowers. There's like, we have to, I, don't, it, I was lost when you have to carry a bucket up a well and then measure the time it fo flops. Yeah. Uh -uh. There's flopping involved? Oh, there's <laughs> always a flop involved. I'm, I'm like, I didn't calculate the flop. <laughs> How many flops does the Dodge Charger have? Because now I'm really confused. And does electric cars have flops no, too? No, they're negative flops. Oh, they're negative flops. Yeah, no flops. Oh, I, I can't. When you get negative, so does two flops make a positive? Yes. Oh, I'm really. Do you have to go to school for <laughs> flops? And that's a horsepower. <laughs> oh, God. Dude. <laughs> See, this is why I only made it through my doctorate. Yeah. And I had to buy that online. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused now. I'm glad we got a packed show of things that people really care about because yes. I'm flops. I'm out. I'm out. I was out at flops. <laughs> um, Jen has put together an amazing show today. Because we flopped out at college. Brian Armistead's here. <laughs> he is a juror on the North American jury that decides the car, truck, and SUV of the year. So he need to grease his pockets a little bit. Well, I don't know, because it's not going to make any difference. They, they're deciding yeah. with or without you. No. Exactly. Well, Greasing his pockets, he's going to decide whether you grease his pockets or not. All right, fine. Um, and that comes up in January. They, they're down to the three finalists of the car, the truck, and the SUV. And I pretty much called it. Yeah, we talked did. about this last week. Uh -huh. yeah, you did. I pretty much called it. We're going to get his take on it. So the week before last, Jen, I, kn I told you what I thought they were going to be. Yes. And last week they came up with a list. And I, I was right. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then You're usually he's right tell about us. those. Yeah. I mean, year after year after year. I mean, it's not hard. No. It's I think really it was it two hard. years ago. It was quite obvious. 
And I think it's quite obvious this year. And I've I made my predictions of who will win. Mm. Uh, I could easily be wrong, but I'm I'm usually right. I'm usually right two out of three of my choices on cars only. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> the truck the truck one is usually fairly easy. That wasn't where I was going with that, but that's good. Oh. <laughs> Uh, you had to think about it. No, I do. Um, I have to think about everything. Tyson Jomini is here. He is the vice president of data and analytics at JD Power and Associates. You know them as the ones that give out the initial quality awards. Mm-hmm. They give an award away every month. But Tyson is going to be here to tell us how sales look for 2021. Uh, they just did. So we're in, uh, yeah, so that we they just did. The month before November, I have to do the months on carry, my hand. Carry the one. Carry the one. Um, so we just had the year so far. Do you not have to do that? Do you have to go through everything to get to the? I can't work backwards. If I ever get pulled over for a DUI, and they ask me to go through the alphabet backwards, if I've never had a drink, or should I never get in a car and drink ever? Never just ever. Ne- ever I, I mean, I don't drink alcohol anyway. But I couldn't. I could not go through the alphabet backwards. I'd have to uh-uh. go forward and hit the the letter and then go one back. Yeah, I right. can't. I just can't do stuff backwards. I'm I'm useless at it. Mm. I'm just not that kind of thinker. Yeah, I can't do it's it. It's like my. It's called forward. Thinking. If I say to you, "How many days does this <laughs> month have?" I have to go. November thirty days. Oh yeah, it has thirty one. Oh, <laughs> no, I can't. He's singing the song. song. Yeah. yeah, I have to. I can't. Yeah. Do it. I have to do it. There's the knuckle thing too. I've never done it. Well, Harry Knuckles thing? has November, April, June. What? No, it's Harry like, Knuckles has November. I, I think it's like everyone that goes up has 31, and everyone that goes down is that right? Everyone that goes down is less than 30. I don't know. Sounds Neanderthalic to me. Yeah. Uh, let's get through this before we run out of time in this. Way. Um, Andy has his top five. Yep. Um, you've been. You got up at what? O dark thirty this morning to do that. O dark thirty. Yeah. Even I have though so you've much driven the cars, you couldn't do it any time before today. Nope. All right. Uh, Mike Cadell, the other half of our auto expert, joining us this morning uh, to talk about what he's been test driving, if it has any gears left. Oh, he's a bit no. of a He's a bit of a tester. Oh. Um, Perry Stern joining us to talk about the uh, 4xe, which is one of the best cars that came out this year, and to talk about the lowest price. If you're in the market for a new car, by the way, he has the lowest price. You're smiling at me, Drew. Are you, I think you're in the in the market for new cars. He's going to talk about the lowest priced new cars of this year. Plus, we have some interesting news. Uh, did you know that Dodge is getting rid of its gas cars? Like out of here, out of here. Leave. Dodge is abandoning gas. Sad. I hope they are done. They are done with gas. Mm-hmm. It's going all electric as a brand. I mean, they're not the only ones. No. Let me tell you. But uh, they are—they've said they're done. The V8 is done. The V6 is done. They're out of here. And so, if you want a V8 gas or a V8 uh, a V6 gas, if you want the Hemi, if you want the Demon, if you want the 6.4 liter, go get it now. You better get it now. Run. Even if they are hella expensive, hella cat expensive. Hella cat, yeah. Hella get rid of the you, you, you better go get it. Wow, man. Isn't that yeah. sad? That is sad. Uh, done. So are they going to release like every few years like a retro? You get a V6 with gas in it. No, never that's again. It. Uh, they Locking are. That, I mean, you have a couple years to get into it and get after it <sighs> and get it. Get it. Get it. 
Get it now, because they'll be gone. All right, that's all coming up. Our Auto Expert. Check us out online, ourautoexpert.com. We will be right back with gas. You're listening to Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert podcast is available 24-7. Our website, ourautoexpert.com. You can see all past shows, see automotive videos, and read insider car stories about our next ride. See pictures of uh, Andy riding his holiday motor sled in nothing but a body beard. Happy holidays from Automatic Andy and the whole Our Auto Expert team at OurAutoExpert.com. Our Auto Expert is where 2 million Americans get their automotive news daily. You'll find it all at OurAutoExpert.com. I'm Nick Miles with uh, Automatic Andy and Truck Girl Jen. Uh, we are all in the pits today. How's that body beard? You painted such a good picture with that. I want something on like a five by three glossy. You know what I mean? Of your body beard? Yeah, something to something to put on like a little frame to cherish. Oh, okay. Because that sounded really nice, Nick. A, a body beard. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll just make sure that everyone has a good imagery of your uh, uh, Automatic Andy's body beard. Just making sure. I also like to let everybody know that, uh, indeed, it's your business and you need to save every single hire. Um, do make sure, but, uh, you know, you have to make sure that uh, you really uh, do want to go through every single resume. And you need, uh, indeed, the all-in-one hiring platform that makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place with smart tools like Instamatch. The instantly uh, get a list of qualified candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description the minute you sponsor a job. Spend less time sifting through resumes and more saying you're hired. Visit Indeed.com credit because it's your business and you need to save every single eye and you need to see them too uh, um, okay all right so um, let's just uh, let's talk about this uh, a little bit so I did nail it last time that uh, Andy we talked about the uh, the North American car and truck of the year and we nailed it right you babe Ruthed it you pointed to the you pointed to the stands and you swung and you hit it Um I did. So the North American truck um, of the year, or the, the car of the year, and truck of the year, and utility of the year, um, were named as follows. The Honda Civic, we've had that I in our fleet. Um, what did you think? So I got, I got to drive it, and that was probably one of my top five funnest cars to drive, just because the whole, the whole thing was, was, was beautiful. It was... I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to describe. It. The first word that comes to mind is tight. Like everything was tight. Like the steering was tight. The car was nice and solid and tight. Uh, it was just, it was great. They, they, again, it's the best-selling vehicle in its class. The, uh, the Three lucid, years. the lucid air. Now, I think Lucid are going to nail it as a car company. I think they're going to be out of the park. My problem with the air right now is it's like this. I think it starts like 105000 and goes up to something like 185000 Or maybe it starts at $80,000. I'd have to go look at the website again. An amazing electric car that does a great range, but it's an expensive car. And I think car of the year, the idea is that it's a people's car. 
you know, it's sort of supposed to be for everyone. And when you have something that starts at $80,000, to me, that's kind of expensive. Yeah, that's 774. Not, yeah, that's yeah. not for everyone. Right. 77,000, you said? Yeah, 77,400. Yeah. yeah, so that, but, I mean. But the reservation is only 300. Yeah. <laughs> I can afford that. I, I, can, I can reserve a lot of cars. Can I afford them? No. No. It's uh, a beautiful. Vehicle. And then the vehicle that I think is probably the one that will win, and I put. I, I'd say I put like 65% on that it will win is the VW Golf um, Mark 8, which is the uh, the GTI. It's beautiful. Yeah. I touched it. Yeah. Lick, lick the headlights. Mm -hmm. It has those beautiful soccer ball shaped fog lights below. I love that. Yeah. It's, it's the vehicle I think will win the North American Car of the Year. That's what I'm putting my money behind. It gets down the road too a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, great car and the R, the R as well, the GTI and the R. I think that will be the North American car of the year. When we talk about truck of the year, the candidates, the Maverick, that's my favorite to win. I love it. Uh, Santa Cruz, I think that has a 40% chance of winning. The Maverick has a 60% chance of winning. And then the Rivian, the Rivian may win. I think it's a long shot, but it's electric, it's expensive, and a lot of people, this is a bit finicky. It has a chance, but it's a bit finicky. So what do you like about the Maverick over the Santa Cruz? $20,000. That's it. Yeah. And the hybrid, which isn't actually eligible because it doesn't come out till next year, does 40 miles a gallon. Mm. So that's, that's what I think is incredible. And then before we run out of time, the utility vehicle of the year is the Bronco, the GV70, and the Ionic 5. And to be honest with you, I think the GV70 is the best car there, but I think the, the, uh, the Bronco will win. I want the Ionic to win because that's what Spider-Man drives. <laughs> well, that's it. Then Spider-Man wins. I want the Genesis. That's, we should have a little wager. I'm just kidding. Yeah, Nick will win as usual. <laughs> well, yeah, Nick, you're probably right, but Spider-Man drives the Ionic 5. Cause I, I think the GV70 is by far the best vehicle there. Beautiful. It is um, and however much I think the Bronco is an amazing vehicle, I just think that the... It's iconic. You know, I think what happens is, and this is not being rude to the jury... Here it comes. But the truth about the jury is, the majority of the jury is um, men who are uh, 65 from Detroit and who are <laughs> yeah. Anglo-Saxon originates. Yeah. Yeah. And they uh, will vote for what they believe is a good, wholesome American vehicle. And I think that is the most good, wholesome American vehicle out of those three. The Maverick. And uh, no, the the or, Bronco. Or, oh, the Bronco. Excuse me. Yeah. And I think that that's what they will vote for. Yeah. And I'm just looking at the audience and saying, that's what they will think is a North American winner. True. And I'm looking at the I'm looking at the jurors. Okay. As you would polling the jury. Yeah. You're looking True. at the audience and saying that's what they're going to choose. That's the most wholesome American there. But if I'm looking at these vehicles head to head, I will tell you that the GV70 is probably the better. The Ionic is amazing. But I think the audience is going to say the Bronco. Spider-Man. <laughs> Millennials. Millennials. I'm telling you. Millennials. Uh, would no you comment. agree with you? You're a millennial, aren't you, Drew? Yes? Can you hear me? Uh, no. I mean, I can't in my headphones. Maybe people on the air can hear you. But just give me a thumbs up. Are you a millennial? Yes, yes, he's yeah. a millennial. And See? he'd probably go for an electric car, wouldn't you? He's writing it down now mm -hmm. as the music plays in. <laughs> he's writing a whole paragraph. He's it's a millennial, team, you could just tell. Team he's Spider Man. My name is Ant. Oh. 
We'll be back. You're listening to the R Auto Expert Podcast. Our Auto Expert is brought to you by, of course, OurAutoExpert.com, locally created and, of course, nationally uh, syndicated throughout the United States on uh, 24 different radio stations. Our Auto Expert is here 24-7 at OurAutoExpert.com. You can check us out on TikTok. You can start a conversation with us and ask us a car question. Just direct messages. Andy is taking questions right now about the best cars to deliver presents in spoiler alert he says any car as long as he gets the presents our auto expert is where two million americans get their automotive news daily uh, automatic annie and truck girl jen in the studio with us i'm nick myles uh, tyson jomney is joining us he is the vice president of data and analytics at jd power and associates so uh, we all pretty much know tyson that it's been uh, an awful last uh, few months because of the chip crisis and what's been going on with uh, sales, but I'm sure you're going to tell us how awful it actually has been. Yeah, I mean, you know, I know it's November, Nick, but it feels like sales are kind of in a zombie period right now. You know, let's go back to Halloween. Um, Things aren't great. Things are down in in, in November again. Um, So we'll be looking at weaker sales and and very few vehicles on lots and, and high prices, but it's not all bad news for consumers. I've got a lot of great things for them. Um, but let's jump in. Yeah, so total sales forecast uh, for November 2021, including retail and non-retail transactions, uh, projected uh, units totally were about what? Uh, so total sales are going to come in a, a little bit over a million units. I mean, right, right around that number, um, you know, 1,060 or a million and 60 units, but that's really bad really for November. I mean, we should be seeing 1.2 million sales and above. Um, And and it's kind of where it's been really all summer, you know, right right around that that million unit mark sales per month. Um, You know, when we gross that up, um, do we get a seasonal rate because auto sales are so seasonal? I mean, we're we're still in the 13 million. You know, the auto industry at its peak, Nick, we're looking at 17 million, 17.5. So we're down about 4 million on an annualized basis. That's pretty rough. Um, and this is measuring against 2020, presumably. Yeah, there's arguably not much difference between 2020 and 2019, which was a, a very stable year. Um, so it, it's kind of the same uh, compared to where we've been. You know, we're, we're off now, you know, 15, 17 percent. Now, you do adjustments for the month to month, depending on how many sales days, right? Yeah, we sure do. And, and so, um, you know, as that it takes a couple percent in or out. Um, so if you look just without the selling adjustment period, it would be an 11% drop. So still not very good. No one's happy about the, the sales volumes, but we're, you know, as an industry, much, much happier about prices, although consumers may not agree with us. So the transaction price has gone up. We know that because people, are, you know, car prices are, are higher than they have been. I mean, I just walk on to dealer lots and see a regional adjustment for, for vehicles. And we've heard of anything from around 8,000. And then we've seen sort of photographs appearing on social media of some dealers, uh, depending on what the vehicle is, asking for incredible um, amounts of money um, for sought-after vehicles like Bronco for up to $60,000 over MSRP. Yeah, so average transaction prices are right around 44000 
Uh, if we go back you know, two years, that's almost $10,000 higher than, than two years ago. Wow. So things are definitely higher. But those, those sort of pictures we see on, on Twitter and other places of, of extreme markups, obviously that dealer doesn't want to sell that vehicle. You know, they get, they get one Bronco. They don't know when they're going to get another. And that's going to drive a lot of showroom traffic, a lot of eyeballs. So they want to hang on to it as long as they can, but they have no intention really of selling it for you know, 60000 above MSRP. That's just sort of a, a come-on number. Um, but no doubt about it, transaction prices are up. Um, they're up because inventory is so scarce. They're up because dealers aren't dealing very much, and they're up because there's not a lot of incentives either. Right, but, but we're still spending a lot of money on cars, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, when, when you add up all the pieces, Nick, of, of the sales times the transaction price. Um, we are seeing, uh, you know, record amount of, of consumer dollars spent in the marketplace. Um, you know, just these transaction prices alone are really driving that metric uh, much higher. So, you know, we're we're seeing a record industry size based on dollars, even as we're talking about, you know, an 11% decline in sales. And so, the profits on cars are higher, even though the volume is lower. So, what what are we talking about profits on vehicles? Um, so dealer profitability uh, is, is very robust right now. I mean, um, dealers are not making all of that markup. In fact, automakers take about two-thirds of that, that $10,000 I'm talking about. Um, but the dealers, you know, they used to make, and not a lot of people maybe know this, kind of in that three to $500 range is what they would make uh, on, on the sale of the vehicle itself. Uh, that's now up to, you know, over $3,000. Wow. Um, so dealers are, are having a, a, a much bigger profit from this. Um, but again, it's, it's not all bad news for consumers because trade values are so high. I mean, the, the average equity a consumer has now, it went from 4000 to over $9,000 under trade. So that helps you know, offset some of these transaction prices that we're talking about. So percentages must be absolutely crazy when we talk about, you know, uh, the total aggregated uh, retail profit for new vehicle sales is, is probably projected to be really high. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. When, when you add up all the pieces together, um, what, what dealers are, are making um, from, from all their various channels, um, consumers are, are going to spend about $41 billion, with a B, uh, on cars in November. And that, that's a record for, for the month of November. Uh, if we had more cars to sell, we'd be setting all-time records right now. So apart from consumers and people that are spending the money, who, who's, who's the, the big loser here? Is it, I mean, dealers still have to keep their doors open, right? But automakers aren't, you know, they, they have to keep paying their workers and they're not pumping out as many products. So, I mean, the bills are still coming in for them and they aren't making as many vehicles. They don't have as many chips uh, and, and they're not selling as many vehicles. So somebody's got to be losing as well as the consumer, right? Well, yeah, they, they could be doing more if they if they had more. And, you know, over over summer, Nick, in, in, in spring, we sold down all of our inventory in, in the industry. You know, right now, cars are turning in, in 19 days um, from, from the moment they arrive. That's the average car. Um, about 55% are turning within 10 days of arriving at the dealership. Uh, so things are going very quickly. If we had more cars to sell, we would, we would be making uh, a lot more money as an industry. Um, so no one is, is really truly losing right now. In fact, you know, even as consumers are, are paying $44,000 for cars, there's still a lot of benefits to them, including that trade value I talked about. They're getting very favorable interest rates. And so payments aren't moving at the same rate. As we're talking about a, a 30% increase in transaction prices, we're only talking about a 12% increase in payments. Right. Um, 
that's that's not great. Um, but it, you know, it's still it, there are some some positive elements for consumers out there still. Is it the same around the world as it is in the U.S.? Is every other country suffering the same? Yeah, a lot of uh, it's definitely a challenge around the world because you know the coronavirus issue is a it's a global issue, um, and and as as various parts of the country have different rates of, of susceptibility to it, we'll see a wiring harness plant go down in Malaysia, and that will cause trouble throughout the entire supply chain globally. Um, and so we, we see similar items around the world. But the one thing that's kind of different in the U.S. is, is our dealer network. Um, and, and the way that we buy vehicles typically is out of inventory. And, and you don't see that very often in the rest of the world. Um, where, where consumers just stroll a dealer lot and there's hundreds of vehicles to choose from. That's, it's almost an, a uniquely American and, and Canadian uh, way of selling vehicles. So the rest of the world, you order a vehicle, and that's what we're starting to do now in the U.S. We're starting to become like the rest of the world in terms of how we're buying our vehicles. So ordering is, uh, is what obviously they do in Germany. They might see a vehicle on the lot, but they tend to order it. And so, I mean, I've been doing this for years. You know, I see vehicles at auto shows and I'll put a deposit on it and then it'll show up two or three years later. Um, but uh, we're starting to do that a lot more here. What, uh, out of this, you know, strange time, what are the, what are the hot vehicles? Uh, has that changed? And, 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 you know, what are people sort of searching out? Uh, what are the sought-after vehicles? Is it still sort of the latest thing like Broncos and that sort of thing? Or what's hardest to find? Yeah, I didn't think uh, trucks and SUVs could could do any better than they were doing. But right now they're up to 81% of all sales. That means cars are only 19%. So consumers want trucks and SUVs, first of all. Vehicles, like you mentioned, Bronco, uh, continue to, to be very scarce and, and very high transaction prices. But also vehicles like Hyundai Palisade and, and its twin, the, the Kia Telluride, uh, are both still remain very much in, in demand and are very difficult to find. Uh, when you start getting into uh, particular luxury sedans, seem to be okay uh, in terms of supply, a little bit better off than, than other segments. Uh, but anything from pickups through, you know, compact SUVs like you know Rav4 and, and others, uh, very very tight supplies. So if I want to get a car, if I want to get four wheels, I shouldn't say a car, if I want to get four wheels today, what am I likely to be able to walk onto the lot to find? What, what's the vehicles that just are, are not selling? What's the dinosaur on the lot? <laughs> you're going to see a lot of cars. If there's anything you're going to find, you're going to find cars. Um, so, you know, we talk about sedans, uh, some mid-sized cars and compact cars. You probably have sufficient uh, supply of most of that in the country, followed by, you know, in a lot of cases, the compact SUVs, uh, you know, your, your Ford Escapes and others. We, that's the largest segment, so we tend to produce a lot of those. Um, you know what, what you're going to find, though, Nick? Right now, 70% of sales are black, white, or gray. So you're not going to find colors. You're going to find black, white, or gray. That's the only thing in stock. All right. um, if you want to get a yellow or green or brown or something, you're going to have to order that special from the dealer because they're not going to order a vehicle that will sit for one day longer than necessary when everything's turning so quickly. Right. So black, white or gray, four-door sedan, larger, probably sitting on the lot. Uh, if you want to get one today, that's the, probably the vehicle you'll walk onto the lot. Although I would tell everybody just if whatever you find. When you walk onto the lot, if you find it, buy it today because tomorrow it may not be there. <laughs> that's probably the thing. All right. Well, Tyson, it's always great to talk to you. Of course, you want to find out more. You can go to J.D. Power & Associates, go to their website, or you can go to OurAutoExpert.com. We'll be right back on the show with more. You're listening to Our Auto Expert. 
Over 17,000 people have downloaded the Our Auto Expert podcast and many more stream Our Auto Expert. Join the happy listeners via iHeartRadio, the Pandora app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and OurAutoExpert.com. Hours of endless fun await you. You'll find it all and including some deleted podcasts, including the one that uh, Andy dressed as an angel with a see-through angel gown changing people's oil. Thank goodness it's radio. Our auto expert, where two million Americans get their automotive news daily. Um, now, winner of the 2021 World Car of the Year, by the way. No big deal. It's Andy who's going to tell us all, all about this fantastic car. What is it, Andy? I, I am here today to inform you and the Earth of the Volkswagen ID4 2022 edition. Yeah. As it was been sitting in it. You have. It's been a great car. You've taken it for a spin. I took it for like three spins. And and it's I I would I would use my money to buy one. You would? Mhm. Oh. It's a good one. Oh. I just I feel like me and the ID4 have an understanding. <laughs> We figured each other you out. You took your cars? Yeah, no, I talked to this one because this one, this one has an advanced Google Android audio and auto, and it makes me, it has AI in it. You have an Android auto phone, don't you? Mm -hmm. Or you have an Android phone? I do. Um, and did your phone talk to the car? It did. It talked uh, to it a lot. It talked about me, and it did, was awkward. Did, <laughs> did you just sit on the sidelines while your phone had a conversation with the car? Yeah, I just kept driving. They just talked about me like I wasn't there. It was rude. It's interesting because I have both an Android and an Apple phone, and I tend to use my Apple phone with the car because the Apple devices tend to work with most cars where Android doesn't work with every car. So I tend to use the Apple version of the phone. Yeah, I get an attitude with the Android version. You do? Mm-hmm. Oh. The Apple one's a lot nicer. It has manners. Oh. It gives you attitude. The Android auto Well, does. some of the new Polestars and the Volvo vehicles actually use an Android software in the cars. With attitude. So, yeah. With attitude. Yeah. Love it. It talks back. Smack. Mm -hmm. Oh. Love it. It'd tell you off. It's, sen it's, it's sentient. 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 Yes. So it Is it Italian? It would be a lot nicer if it was. Are you sure? Yeah. Do you, have you, do you hear the history of us? It's a, mean, <laughs> it's a mean old lady. I have a story about sentient. You want to hear it? Yeah, tell me. The British government just declared that octopus were sentient beings. Okay. That they had their own self-awareness. Yeah. And that uh, you can no longer eat them. What, happened? what about calamari? Well, exactly. That's what I said to my uh, my spouse. What about calamari? And but you eat calamari, and my spouse went. That's squid. No, they're part of the octopus family. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, but are you being specific to the octopus, or are you being Octopi. specific Wait. to the squid? Octopi, and it's part of the same family, and they've declared octopi sentient. Okay, but you didn't say squid. I'm just saying. It's part of the same family, Jen. Okay. Are you going to argue the nope. the, the Didn't phylum? Didn't say a word. And the phylum. So, so I mentioned that this was part of the same family, and it was like, oh damn, I guess I'm not eating calamari. Anymore. Yeah, man, I like the little rings of chewiness. Well, they're they're now considered to be sentient beings. What about lobsters? Well, they're not. They're they're crustaceans. They're a different family. Oh, good. So you I can do still like, eat them. Okay. All right. Being a vegan, though, it's all out for me. You don't get nothing. No. You get grass. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Twigs. It is berries. good grass. 
Not twigs. I don't eat trees. Just Are letting you, sure? you know. Yeah. Mm, never I'm know. pretty sure what I do, what I eat and what <laughs> I don't eat. Just letting you know. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. So I have the ID4, mm-hmm. and I liked it. And you know, Nick, I don't. What I don't understand is that ID4 has the potential for unlimited power. Yes. Because it has regenerative braking. Yes. So when you brake, it gives the the battery more juice. So why don't it, why don't you just brake a lot, and you could just keep going forever. You don't, as long as it's downhill. Why, I just don't understand why people... How come Volkswagen just now has caught on to this? We can finally go to Mars. We have unlimited power. As long as it's downhill. Just ride the brake. If if you started uphill going towards Mars, it would be fine. Could you imagine? It'd be like him driving, learning how to drive a stick. Yeah. yeah <laughs> see, yes, exactly. But I could do that forever. Oh It'd be God. unlimited power. Um, so, and then Nick... They have a new. They, there is an ID. The, the thing called an ID light. That it's where it's where the the thing meets the dash. The window yeah. meets the dash, and it helps. I didn't at first. I didn't know what you're talking about. I'm like, yeah, okay. I LED explained light. this to you, didn't I? Yeah, and then I had to see it myself, and it helps with everything. It's just a little like visual reminder. So it's like a LED light that goes uh, across the bottom of the windshield where the windshield meets the dash and it lights up anytime anything happens. So for instance, if you're going to hit another vehicle, it will light red. Yeah, don't do that. Um, But it's also incoming phone calls or when you need to go left or right in navigation Mm -hmm. or that sort of thing. It signals which way to go. It's actually super useful, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's kind of driving for the stupid. It is. It's C-spot run for driving. Yeah, we've only got three minutes. You better hurry okay, up. Okay, here I go. Um, everything's wireless. Bob says you have three minutes. But <laughs> <laughs> Every, the whole car is wireless. Um, and then it has a new MEB platform, so there's a lot more room in it Right. for, so for me. Yeah, built on a big platform. And then there's, there's views for weeks. There's the, 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 the sunscreen doesn't move. But it's it's, it's like being under one of those cake glass cake domes, isn't it? You yes. know, imagine you're a cake under one of those glass cake domes you can see all the way around you. Yeah, you're like I feel like a cake sometimes when I'm in it. Yeah, like a pastry. Right. It's good and I feel like you're on display. Nick, there's keyless access and startup. Yeah. I don't even need to do nothing. I just hit the brake and it goes. Yeah. See? Uh, Unlimited when, power. When you sit in it, all you have to do is put it in drive. You don't even turn it on. Unlimited power. Sometimes I have to turn things on to make them work. Nick, Nick, you don't. You only need. You need less than forty thousand dollars to buy one. Mark says you have two minutes. Okay. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Uh, so under it, Nick, I can get one for less than forty thousand dollars. Plus, you get seventy five hundred dollars tax credit and three years free electricity. Go. That was my other one. Oh, okay, sorry, hurry Nick. Up. You stole my thunder. John I was going to say up. that for a lost, for a lost one. Um, and now lost you can one. The, for the lost one. And then now, Nick, did you know that you can buy a level two charger for your home so you can have a quick, quick draw? Yeah, but it's AC. Fast. Yeah, but you can still get one. Yeah. And then, whereas previously you couldn't, you can have level one. Now you've you've been upgraded. Yeah, I like being upgraded. And then, and then if you buy, and, and then if you if you buy if you buy one and if you find less than forty thousand dollars in your bank account, you can save more money because, as Nick said, you get three years of Electrify America for f- all for nothing. It's Ad- free Ad- gas. Adam says one minute. Free oh. gas. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. And it's all all under under forty thousand. Free electricity, but gas was close. It's just the other it's, kind of it's fuel. It's like free gas. Yeah. But not. 
but not. But free I like the idea of being able to go to Electrify America for three years free, free. W- with all these sign-up fees paid. But imagine being able to get three free years of gas. That's what I meant. Yeah. Um, charging it for free. That's Traveling huge. for free. Yeah. All over America for free. Free. Yeah. With an ID4 and an all-wheel drive version. Marry me. Unlimited power. Unlimited power. You did well. Thanks. Take the rest of the day off. Yes. Uh, our auto expert, more coming up. You're listening to the Our Auto Expert Podcast. Locally created, nationally celebrated from the Northwest to the Southeast, this is the World's Car Radio Show. If it has a throttle, we'll feature it on air, online, on smartphone, or on smart speaker. This is Our Auto Expert, where two million Americans get their automotive news daily. I'm your host, Nick Miles, and uh, I'm here with Automatic Andy and Truck Girl Jen. Uh, Automatic Andy, who likes to play Santa at Christmas because he gets to keep all the Christmas gifts that don't get picked up by Christmas Eve. And Truck Girl Jen, who likes to be an angel at Christmas, uh, yet she has no chance. All right, (laughs) welcome back to the show. Ho, ho, ho. Apparently you made the naughty list this year. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, you are. You're right here. Just this year? Well, I was hoping. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Uh, Joining us on the phone, Mike Cadell. He is the uh, other half of our auto expert. Yeah. Yeah. Yay, Uh, Mike. Welcome back to the show, Mike. Don't um, even know how to follow up after whatever just happened over the last minute. You should have been here for the last hour. It's been completely oh, out of control. Man. He must have made the nice list this year. Yeah. Boy, I'm like, I do not want to be in a room with you three right now. <laughs> um, Mike, you've been test driving some cars this year. Uh, is there anything left with the transmissions? <laughs> <laughs> Happy Saturday, team. Yeah. Let's party. Uh, it's been a great couple of weeks, you know, coming hot off the L.A. Auto Show. We saw everything that's new, but as you and I continue moving down the path of test driving cars every week, I kind of had this weird epiphany moment over the over the last few weeks with all this new stuff. I just I woke up one morning and I was like, how is Buick still around? Like, right. how how is Buick still making vehicles? So I, I set up to drive the 22, so the 2022 Buick Encore. That that's their small crossover little vehicle, and I just wanted to see. Like I wanted, like why are what? How are they still in business? What are they doing to be successful? Why are people buying their cars? And they still and are, was, right? It's amazing. I I drove a, a vehicle that was twenty five thousand dollars, and it almost had more luxury in it than some of the other bigger box brands. It had everything that I could want: five seats in a mini crossover. It had a ton of cargo capacity. It had great fuel economy up to 32 miles an hour, white leather seats, Alexa, Apple CarPlay, so Android Auto, all the coolest things that younger people might want in a car, and a fully loaded out spec version was like under 35. Yeah. So I, I just, I was like, okay, I get it. Like this company is really producing some cool vehicles, they're changing up their marketing. And if you look at the inside of this vehicle, even though we really won't talk about horsepower because it doesn't have any, it, it's a really cool car. And I enjoyed driving it for the week that I had it. Yeah, I think what happens is that people, you know, they look at vehicles and they go, let's check the boxes. Before you even get to the dealership, I want A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and it checks the boxes. And then they get to the dealership and go, hey, it's a nice package. I'm interested. Right? 
tons of tons of technology. They've got a sport touring package. It's the uh, Encore GX. It's all monochromatic. So for those listening, a monochromatic means the entire exterior is all the same color. So all the way around, front bumper, rear bumper, everything is the same exact color. And I drove one that was just stunning. Um, and the Sport Edition has kind of these little red gills on the front of the uh, front face of the vehicle that just give it a sportier look. I-, I was surprised. I was really happy with the vehicle. And it would be one that I would consider. Buick is often thought of as kind of the, the older generation vehicle by nameplate because it's been around so, so long. But I felt pretty pretty hip in this car. And, you know, with this Encore and the Enclave and some of the other vehicles that they have, I think the brand's doing some pretty cool things. And I hope that they go from uh, Buick as in what we've thought of in the past and because they're under the General Motors banner, I hope they get all electrified. Yeah, I think obviously they will. Um, and as they come out with new vehicles in the next, what, what's their uh, target date for all electrification? Uh, twenty. 30 will be one of the, the numbers, but by 2025, they want to have 30 vehicles electrified. So right. you've got about two and a half, three years to make, make, and I think they're at about 24 or 23 right now to go. Right. And so we'll see the Buick brand, obviously, as the all electrified <laughs> brand. And they sell 80% of their vehicles, I think, in China anyway. And so China has a mandate for much sooner to be all electrified electrified i'm making words up electrified brand mm. so uh that that'll happen as well what else have you been driving this week my favorite car of the year i i thought the ford bronco was going to be the vehicle that i come on and i tell you is the best vehicle to come to market but i actually think ford motor company has really slid right under the radar and are now forefront with the all-new 2022 ford maverick i will tell you right now if you are listening to this show and you are in the market for a truck you want to consider the Ford Maverick. It comes with two different powertrains. The hybrid is the standard, though. So you actually have to request a different motor if you if you don't want the hybrid. 40 miles per gallon. The, the rear truck bed has been designed for the do-it-yourself home person. So the wheel wells that are normally rounded are flat, and the tailgate can be adjusted so you can fit uh, plywood flat in the back. It has Pro Power Plus. So you can power your tools. Uh, really excited about this vehicle. I actually still have it in the driveway right now in that cool Area 51 color. Parts of the interior were used out of recycled plastics. Uh, and, of course, you'll get all the tech that you'd expect. It's very, it's very modern on the inside. It reminds me of the BMW. What was it? The BMW i I pace the first, what was the first I3. BMW electric I3. I3. It reminds you know, so, me of the I3 on the inside. So it's funny, and I'm not calling you out on this. I'm not calling you out on this, but I did text you but last you, but time. But you are. <laughs> but I am. Yeah, but incoming did, call out. Uh, incoming call out. I did text you a question last night, which you know I know you ignore my text, but I said you know what just got delivered to me, uh, which you didn't respond because I thought it was funny. But I got the got Ma- Maverick yeah, <laughs> hybrid delivered to me yesterday. And I thought it was funny because I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you 100%, Mike. I think that we know that Ford hit it out of the park with the Bronco, the Bronco Sport. We know that Ford hit it out of the park with the Marquee. We know that Ford hit it out of the park with the Power Boost F-150. I mean, they just have had an incredible two years with the vehicles that they built. But and check this out. Check this out. This is what's really cool, just because I could go on and on about this vehicle, but here's something really unique. The reason this is going to be successful and, and affordable is that it's 
under twenty thousand yep. dollars starting price. Fully loaded is twenty seven. The the Maverick shares the same vehicle DNA and platform with the Ford Bronco Sport, the Lincoln Corsair, and the Ford Escape. All four of their those share the same architecture. So that means Ford can save money on developing and building out this vehicle. Yeah, and I think the thing that blows me away more about this than anything else is they seem to be producing vehicles and you know it takes like four years for vehicles to sort of from inception to to production they seem to just be hitting it exactly right when everybody needs these vehicles they're absolutely doing it and i and i know that you had said that your son was thinking about a ranger and now he's thinking about this but the, the things I think about in the back of this vehicle are the fact that you can 3D print all of the pieces that you need for this, like cup holders and iPad holders and cable ties. You can, you can 3D print them and they'll send you the schematics for them. Those are the things that impress me the most about this. Yeah, it, it, it is. It, it's such a home run for the brand. And, you know, at the LA Auto Show, I had a chance to look at a Ford Maverick that was kind of steamed up, so aftermarket centric with some cooler wheels and tires and the only thing that you'll have to get your arms around with the Maverick is that you don't feel like you're in a truck. And so many, that's going to be the, the selling factor for my son. We've driven it. So, uh, you know, I'm obviously, you know, no hiding it. I'm a Ford fan. I've got a Ford Raptor um, that, that I drive as my daily driver. Uh, I've, you know, driven, uh, we have a Bronco. <laughs> Which, right. that, how, how can I not say that? So, right. so when we think about my son, is it going to be a Maverick or is it going to be a Ranger? And and I think he's still interested in the Ranger because of the ride height. It's a truck, truck DNA, truck platform, where this yeah. has a little bit more of a passenger car yeah. platform. But it's amazing. I would consider it for myself as yeah. a daily driver. Yeah. No, I, I'm and I'm hypermiling the one that we have because I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to get over 45 miles a gallon. So I find myself trying to drive in electric mode all the time, even though the hybrid doesn't come out until next year, uh, though we're test driving it. And I'm getting thumbs up everywhere I drive. Are you doing the same? Are you getting thumbs up? It is. It is. It's a cool vehicle. People are, they, they kind of stumble for a second. And we ran across one of the competitors uh, in that small entry level truck segment. I, I won't say the name of the brand because i don't want to get in trouble uh but it it's there's no comparison yeah there's just no comparison and um i think they just did a great job and i think look i i know that this is up against uh two other vehicles for truck of the year but this is what i think is going to win truck of the year i just think that, that ford nailed it and it's hard it's hard because they are such a truck company yeah they are they're truck first truck forward but i i again i you know i think the brand is really hitting on all proverbial cylinders right now with, you know, the Ford Mustang Mach-E GT. Uh, so they're doing great things. And, and as I think about that, you know, the, the news of the week, of course, you guys have probably already talked about Dodge 2024 going EV with the Dodge platform. Yep. Have you guys talked about that? Yeah, we um, did. We did talk a little bit about that. Um, and uh, it's, it is quite shocking news that they are going all electric by 2024 and they'll show their first electric car coming up here at the beginning of the year as a concept. So that, uh, that we're waiting for to, to see that. That was, uh, that was big news. It will be big news, I guess, in the beginning of the year. It will, no doubt. You know, you're taking a brand that has so much history and you're going to go, you know, high performance from an electrified standpoint. Uh, I read a really good article last week on all these vehicles coming to market. It was in the New York Times, and it, you know, basically was just 
raising the question if if we build them will people buy them and i hope i hope there is a is a spot for everyone to be under the automotive sun with uh, the vehicles that are coming to market including dodge going yep. going electric yeah um i will tell you if they go fast and we get excited about it uh, we will buy them mike cadell you can read his stuff you can see his videos at ourautoexpert.com You're listening to Our Auto Expert. At Our Auto Expert, his podcast is available 24-7 on our website, ourautoexpert.com. You can hear all past shows and see automotive videos uh, on ourautoexpert.com. Read insider stories about your next ride. And also, this is where you can see uh, Andy riding his sleigh across the snow at ourautoexpert.com. All right, joining us is Perry Stern uh, to talk about one of the most interesting vehicles of the year, the new Jeep Wrangler 4xe. It joins the Wrangler, uh, I guess the whole Wrangler family, including the 392. But this is sort of a new branch for Jeep going uh, plug-in electric. Uh, Perry, it was online to be the best plug-in electric sales of the year but the chip crisis got in the way it's still going to be a huge success for jeep um, but it's sort of the beginning of their electrified brand Uh, they've been suggesting that the magneto version of the jeep the electrified version of the jeep is still coming in 2022 2023 Uh, this does almost 25 miles on electricity alone and it's quite thrilling to drive it but it's sort of a new era of electrified jeep isn't it it is and you know we haven't really had electrified jeeps before and i think it really made sense that jeep chose wrangler to be the first uh to be a plug-in they've already announced i believe uh grand cherokee is going to be a four by e that's their term for their electrified vehicles uh, I believe there'll be a Wagoneer 4xe, and as you mentioned, um, they have discussed that there'll be a fully electric Jeep Wrangler coming. And it's pretty cool the way they've set it up. It's not, you know, a lot of the electric vehicles we've seen, the way they do four-wheel drive is they put a motor on the motor front and motor on the back. Yeah. But but Jeep, you know, Jeep is meant for proper off-roading, and it doesn't work to do it that way, they've actually integrated the electric motor into the transmission so that it doesn't lose any of its capability. It's basically adding electric power into the driveline uh, so that you you can do everything you could do in a Jeep Wrangler in the 4xe, and it's really cool doing it in EV mode, basically complete silence. All you hear is the tires crunching. Right. And I think uh, if you know anything about Jeep, what you what you do is you look at their Easter Jeep Safari, which takes place in Moab in uh, in April, and you look at what vehicles they bring out as their concept vehicles, and that's a good indication of what you're going to see coming to market in the next maybe two to seven, ten years' time. Uh, that's the sort of concepts that they're working on bringing to market. And if you look back at things like the Gladiator truck that they came to market two or three years ago with, that was one of the vehicles they were sort of testing at Easter Jeep Safari year after year with different versions of, and finally it came to market. And so we've seen their electric Wranglers sort of coming 
uh, in several different suggestions there. And last year, of course, they or this April, actually, I think they came with their electric Wrangler and they keep suggesting that this is sort of a a preamble to the final uh, version of that, which we're looking for maybe announcements in 2020 to some time um, and and obviously the 4xe is the the preamp I guess the marketable preamble to that um, uh, is is that something you think consumers are gonna buy even though the 4xe has been super successful are we gonna have electrified Jeeps or is it just one step too far I think it will eventually take place I mean there you know, every single manufacturer seems to be embracing the whole electrification. You know, many manufacturers have already announced, you know, within the next 10 years being fully electric, not just electrified, but fully electric. Uh, and so I think it will make sense. I don't know that Jeep will be completely out of the internal combustion engine market, but you're right. The 4 by e is a really nice step forward uh, to get people kind of uh, give them an idea of what it can be like. Uh, in fact, what I did with the 4 by e it has an option to preserve the electric charge. So, right. like you said, you can get about 23, 24 miles of electric only. I selected to preserve the charge, drove out to the woods, then put it in electric mode only, took the roof off, and it was wild driving through the forest with you know the sound of the tires. And then when you stop... You hear the birds. Right. It's uh, it's just it's it's a very peaceful way of going off roading. Um, you also have you know with the electric motor you still have a lot more torque. In fact, this one, you know, I think the total horsepower on this thing is uh, it's one of the most powerful Jeeps in the Wrangler lineup. I mean, it's 470 foot pounds of torque, 375 horsepower, out of this you know little turbocharged four cylinder engine and electric motor. I think uh, it's. Yeah, one of the things that I did with uh, Jim Morrison from Jeep was actually uh, went rock crawling in electric mode with the Jeep and uh, in silently going up rocks in the middle of nowhere was just unbelievably fun uh, to just quietly go up the side of a, of a rock in the middle of nowhere. It's, just, it's spooky, but at the same time fascinating. And it really also shows how well built this car is because you would expect, you know, as you're, you know, you're bending the vehicle, you're tweaking, you know, going up these rocks, there's no groans, there's no squeaks or rattles or anything because, you know, with the engine off, you can hear everything. And it's uh, quite impressive. I mean, I was, you know, plowing through some pretty deep potholes, you know, uh, pretty rough road and, you know, no, no noises of, uh, that sound squeaky. Right. Uh, it it definitely it's it's definitely well built, you know, as you'd expect a Wrangler to be. I mean, they've built the reputation on this thing. Right. With with the electric charge in place, what's the sort of fuel economy you're getting out of this vehicle? So with you know, I did a little bit of you know hybrid uh, plugged in, and so overall, I think over a couple hundred miles, I averaged a little over thirty miles per gallon in bad. a Jeep Wrangler. Yeah. which, you know, is not the most aerodynamic vehicle in the world. No, it's basically a block of cheese with wheels on it. So, uh, Basically, yes, yeah. exactly. Um, <laughs> a, t- a tasty morsel. Yes, you know, um, but, which is great because, you know, especially going up and down rocks or, or through rough terrain, uh, that, that's not bad at all. I think it does it do like, it's around 375 horsepower, if I remember rightly, and does about 21 miles on just electricity. Is that right? I got about 23 miles of electric only, and uh, 
But it, the hybrid system works so well that, you know, it, it will stay in electric mode as long as it possibly can, even giving decent acceleration. And so it's it's very efficient, but it does not feel underpowered in any way. Excellent. Uh, so I, I think they've done a great job with it. Perry, uh, stay with us over the break. When we come back, I want to talk about some of the least expensive cars in America. Our auto exit will be right back. You're listening to the Our Auto Expert Podcast. This is Our Auto Expert Radio Show. Find us on TikTok. You can start a conversation with us, ask us a car question, just direct messages at Our Auto Expert. If you direct messages, we'll answer your question. It's where 2 million Americans get their automotive news daily at OurAutoExpert.com. Truck Girl Jen and Automatic Andy. All right, Perry Stern's with us. Uh, you can read his articles at OurAutoExpert.com and, uh, of course, MSN as well as Auto Next. Um, this is an interesting article, my friend. So there are still uh, a list of least expensive new cars in America that start around the $20,000 mark and below. Um, are these cars that people want to own? I would say yes. Uh, and it's 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 pretty amazing that the average price of a new car right now is forty five thousand yep. dollars. I mean, yeah. it's gone up dramatically. But we've found uh, a good number of new vehicles that you can get that at least have a base price under twenty grand. Right. And probably the biggest surprise on this one is one of the newest ones to come to market. It's the new Ford Maverick. Right. So it's the only pickup truck in this list that you can actually get for under twenty grand. And this is. A truck that is a hybrid, right. it gets upwards of 40 miles per gallon, and that's at that 19995 price. Uh, it's an actual truck that can haul cargo, it can tow, uh, it looks good. Um, this is a truck that's coming to market right about now, and uh, we think Ford's going to have a huge hit with this one for, you know, an amazingly low price. Yeah, I would agree. I'm driving one this week, although I'm driving the hybrid. It doesn't come until next year. Uh, Mike's driving the hybrid that doesn't come until next year. Um, it's a shame that the hybrid does start about $5,000 or so above uh, the gas version. And and also that obviously there's a new Frontier that used to start considerably under $20,000 from Nissan. But uh, with a new model coming out for 2022 model year, uh, the price jumps up to somewhere around $24,000 um, so yeah. that increased quite considerably with the new model year. So let's start at the top of the list. Uh, throw us in at the first vehicle. So the least expensive vehicle in America uh, is the Chevy Spark. Right. Uh, you can get a brand new car for $13,600. And it's not that bad of a car. It's not like it's a little, you know, Econa box. It's got a decent little engine. Uh, it's about 100 horsepower, but it's such a small, lightweight car that it's actually kind of fun to drive. 38 miles per gallon. Um, it's got a nice touchscreen display. You get Android Auto, Apple CarPlay, USB ports. I mean, it's a car, you know, for a first person, first buyer, um, it's a great option. I mean, you actually have some decent space in the back. So 13.6, you can actually get into a new car that's uh, you won't be ashamed to drive. Now, Chevy are discontinuing some cars in 2022. I know the Impala's going. Is the Spark staying next year? As far as, uh, according to Chevrolet's site, Spark is still sticking around. Okay, um, 
you know, that may change, it, you know, as they start, you know, like everybody else, start embracing more hybrid electric. Yeah. It may get replaced, but, you know, it's going to be hard to find something with batteries for $13,000. Right. Get them while they're hot, folks. Next one on the exactly. list. <laughs> so then you go up to the Mitsubishi Mirage, which uh, starts around fourteen six. It is the lowest powered car in America. <laughs> 78 horsepower. I don't know if that's something to be proud of or not. Um, is that it's, even legal? You know, yeah. It's, it is It is legal. It's, wow. it's a little three-cylinder engine. Gets uh, 43 miles per gallon on the highway. Um, comes decently equipped, but uh, decently. that would be, you know, it's, you know, getting up to highway speed can be a chore. Yes. <laughs> I did drive one from, uh, I think, from Pebble Beach to... San Francisco once took me a while. They will just wow, leave there it was there. a mirage in Pebble Beach. Yeah. That that seems like yes. a newsworthy just just in that. Yes, uh, <laughs> but uh, just under fifteen, you can get to a Nissan Versa, yes. and the Nissan Versa was redone uh, about a year ago. Yeah, it's not Interior bad. Interior is actually really nice. Yeah. Uh, they have really comfortable seats. You get multiple USB ports, big you know digital touchscreen display, and you get you know all of the automatic emergency braking, uh, rear automatic braking, lane departure warning. So it's a really safely equipped car. Um, Nissan Versa used to be the lowest priced car in America back uh, before they redesigned it, and they have since decided that having you know more features was more important than being the lowest priced car in America. Yeah, safe. Uh, they put Safety Shield 360 in it, and, and Apple Android and Apple CarPlay. Uh, sorry, Android Auto and Apple CarPlay came standard, and I think that sort of pushed the price up quite a bit. Exactly, but then you can go. There's a couple of Kias on this list, uh, starting with the Kia Rio, which is about 16. Yeah. Um, and that was, you know, recently restyled for 2021, mm -hmm. a little sportier look. Um, got 120 horsepower. Uh, you know, unfortunately, you can't get a manual transmission anymore, but that seems to be the the way of the world. Yeah. Um, you know, and then it's kind of it's it's. Its cousin, distant cousin, is the Hyundai Accent, which runs about the same price, about sixteen six. The more mature uh, cousin. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's, it was also restyled recently. It's same engine, um, you know, but same type of connectivity. You know, every just about everything comes with Bluetooth connectivity. Yeah. But um, the next step up from that is actually the only all-wheel drive vehicle on this list. Yes. Uh, the Subaru Impreza. Yes. So for eighteen eight or so. Uh, you can actually get an all-wheel drive, uh, really useful hatchback, 150-ish yep. horsepower, yep. good fuel economy, yep. fully equipped. It's a good choice. Even has a touchscreen. Um, it does. Yeah. It has a touchscreen display. It's got, and like you mentioned, Android Apple, uh, Android Auto, Apple CarPlay. <laughs> Sorry, I put that uh, in your da, brain. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, but a great fun car to drive as well. Yeah. There's the Hyundai Venue that pops from there. Yep. Kia Forte. Um, and one of the more fun cars on this list probably is Kia Soul. Yeah. It's it looks cool. It starts in our 19 um fully equipped as well and uh they redesigned it pretty recently so it looks pretty sporty. Yeah. Um and then a couple of Nissans, you've got the Nissan Sentra, you've got the Nissan Kicks. Yeah. Um and then uh you've got the new Hyundai Elantra which is one of the nicer cars on this list. It's that, just below 20, 19850, yeah. but uh really nicely equipped and they've redone the car it looks really good yeah um so there's a lot of really good choices for under 20 grand for someone who you know wants to get into a new car yeah no i think that there's plenty on that list now of course the question is can you find them and can you buy them 
Uh, that is the hard part right yes. now. I mean, you know, and that's why used car prices are going up so much because you can't find the new ones. Yes. Um, but with a lot of these, you know, if you're willing to, you know, if you don't need it today and you're willing to wait a little bit for your car, it can be worthwhile. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and of course, sedans, uh, we talked to Tyson Jomini today from J.D. Power, and he said sedans are the vehicles that aren't selling as well. And so if you're willing to buy a sedan, you're more likely to find it closer to the MSRP than you are um, SUVs so and trucks. So if you're willing to buy a sedan, you're more likely to find it closer to MSRP prices. Um, and of course, things... And you'll notice a, a good number of the cars on this list are sedans. Yes. Um, and so obviously, um, whatever sits on the deal a lot, I mean, you're probably more likely to find the Mitsubishi, Mitsubishi Mirage uh, on dealer lots, those type of things when you walk over to a dealership. And if it's sitting on the lot there and it doesn't have a $6,000 markup, you're probably more likely to find uh, those sitting on the lots um, and, you know, buy it right now if you can find it. That's kind of the key uh, rather than exactly. waiting to see if it's <laughs> it's there in a week's time or so. Um, those those are the secrets as well. And so a lot of people complaining, you know, they can't find decently priced cars. They are out there. You just have to be willing to compromise. The other thing I think is the secret to them is don't, you know, don't go looking for a red one because they are the ones that, that are right. hard to find. You need to, to have some flexibility out yeah. there. Um, and, you know, go for the ones, you know, if there's if there's 10 silver cars on a lot and one red one, guess which one's going to cost more. Exactly. Perry, what uh, what articles are you working on for the next couple of weeks? What can we look forward to reading from you? Uh, we're uh, looking at cars that have the highest residual value. Yeah. So cars that, you know, will hold their value the longest uh, makes for a, a really good investment. And uh, a couple of cars that I've driven recently, including the new F-150 Raptor. Yeah. So there'll be a story coming on that one. That was That's a fun truck. Um, I, I will... I will tell you the the cars that hold their residual value. I'm going to guess that Toyotas are in the top uh, ten. <laughs> Toyota does quite well on that yes. list, as does Honda. Yeah, they just seem to. It just seems that Toyota have this formula, and Lexus have this formula where their vehicles um, just seem to be bulletproof. Which brings me to this story, which I think you'll get a chuckle out of. I I met this lady on a plane going to uh, to Germany. And uh, she sat next to me from Portland, and uh, she she asked me to recommend cars to her. And she was going through a bunch of cars, and we eventually settled on um, vehicles that she was interested in. And one of them happened to be a Subaru Forester. And she said, "Well, why do you recommend a Subaru Forester?" And I said, "Well, um, you know, you live in in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, Subarus are pretty much bulletproof." And she says, "I live in the Northwest. Why would I need a bulletproof car?" Am I going to get shot at? <laughs> I said, no, I, th I think... Uh, a, new, a new Subaru selling point, bulletproof cars. <laughs> I said, I think we have a different definition of bulletproof. I just, uh, I don't think anything's going to go wrong with your car, is what I meant. She goes, oh, goodness me, I thought there was something about Portland I didn't know. <laughs> so wow. that was, that was scaring, a, scaring people on the plane, yes, that's not a good thing. That was a new one on me. So there you go. So I, I now no longer use the word bulletproof when I'm recommending cars to people. Um, so Probably a, a, a good call. <laughs> yes, um, it is interesting you mentioned the Forester. Apparently, they 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 apparently know that they're bulletproof out here because they've uh, they have like a two day supply, which means that if they were to stop 
delivering cars to the dealerships tomorrow, in two days, the entire country would be out of Subaru Foresters. Holy moly. That's, that's they a... are selling like that quickly that they cannot keep them in supply. They're so selling, that's a hard one to get. They're selling as fast as bullets, and I'll leave it there. Perry Stern, you can, yeah, read, his you stuff. <laughs> you can read his stuff at <laughs> Our Auto Expert, at MSN, and at autonxt.com. Uh, he is an incredible writer and, of course, has good insight into all the latest things that are happening on the in the automotive industry. We'll be back with more Our Auto Expert coming up. The cars that will no longer be around in the 2022 model year. That's next. You're listening to Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert, you can check it out online and download Our Auto Expert podcast. Many people stream it. Join the happy listeners by iHeartRadio, Pandora app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and OurAutoExpert.com. Hours of endless fun await you. Our Auto Expert can attract you by doing lots of beautiful things online, on air, and on your smart speaker. Our auto expert is where 2 million Americans get their automotive news daily. I'm Nick Miles, and this is our auto expert with truck girl Jen and automatic Andy. All right, guys. Well, we know that Dodge is becoming electrified by 2024, and uh, this may be a nightmare or a dream for you if you like electric cars. They say the muscle car will become electrified. Um, Jen, you're a V8 girl. I know. Oh. You, you do? Yeah, I know I'm a V8 girl. But Tim Kaniskas, who I sat down with from Dodge, promised us that it will be a thrilling, thrilling experience to have an electric muscle car. Okay. You're not sold, are you? Well, no. there is no, there is nothing in See, there. I look at it like this. Go do it. Do it in your sandbox. If I like it, I'll join you. If I don't like it, stick to what I have. I just love that power. So all I could say. Oh, you'll get the power. Get the power. Yeah. Get the power. It does get down the road. Hemi. It's very quiet though. There's no gun 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 gun. gun. I see. I know. Gun, it's gun, way gun, faster. Gun, 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 gun. It's. I mean, I my my electric Mustang GT performance does zero to sixty in three point five seconds. That's the fastest car I've ever owned. So one of the games that gun, I gun, 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 I play with my set. Okay. Okay. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. One of the games you play with Rewind. yourself. Hang on a second. Carry on. Uh, write that down. Is I don't have any. <laughs> this sounds so bad. Yeah. No, it doesn't. I'm, Anyways, I'm, I'm I can, enthralled. I can Carry tell. On. I can tell the neighbors coming down the street. One of the games I play with myself. I can tell the neighbors. By listening to the engine. So, I I know what neighbors I'm, come down the street. I'm transfixed by, the by this whole conversation. Yeah. Carry on. You never do that. You, you cannot hear the engine. Anyways, I know the difference with the sound between a Dodge and a Ford and a Chevy. And, you know, the quieter cars, you know, you don't hear them, so whatever. So that that means I can't do that anymore. And I'm a little bummed out. Well, wait a second. If they're all no, wait electric, a second. they're going to be quiet. No, yeah. electric cars make sound. Oh. They have to by law. Mm-hmm. Like they what? generate their own sound. Yeah, it sounds like this. Yeah, I know, a wind-up toy. They make mm-hmm. a spaceship mm-hmm. sound. Yeah. They make spaceship sounds, don't they, Andy? You won't yeah, be able no, it's yeah but you won't be able to hear that in your house. No, but also you don't you know? have traffic noise either. That's true. Imagine the silence. Uh, Imagine the silence. It makes me so I can have a better concert in the car. Yeah, that's true. And get louder. I don't know. I like the rumblings no of the V8. 
Then get a seat massager. Okay. I, that went in the wrong direction again. <laughs> no, what were you thinking? I wanted to massager for my glutamus and then my hamstrings. To I meant the sound, not... Anyways. You like the rumblings. rumblings. Yes, I like the sound. <laughs> well, then right. get, get a sound coming out of your speaker. Oh, that's what? so lame. Why? It's the same. Can you no. imagine being in an electric car and track number one is like a I Chevy? And on the outside, it just sounds like... <laughs> oh, wait. Like, mm. so, so sound yes. is vibrations. Right. Speaker yeah. is vibrations. I know. It's, it's the just, same thing. Yeah, what do you mean not really? It is. Sound waves are vibrations. It You're is. shaking your head at me. I'm this is science. It is. I understand that. And you can, that way you, you can, can you know those that people like that have the big subwoofers noises. in a car? Yeah, Subwoofer? That's the same thing. <laughs> I don't okay. know what It's fine. The world's going a different way than I than you. All right. Well, this way, say the world's going left and Jen's going right. Does yeah. that surprise you? I'm going no, it doesn't really. <laughs> everybody is like, no, everybody in the whole <laughs> studio complex is like, no, we get it, Jen. That's yeah. fine. Enjoy the silence. <laughs> I just, we I, don't, we, you don't have to. I'm just saying. Well, eventually I will because they're, you know, what is it, 2024, 2025? They're all well, supposed a, to go Well, everything's electric. starting now. Yeah, I know. From maybe two years ago. Everything's going that way. But the other thing is, too, do you like trees? Well, it's not just that. Um, it. Do you like blue sky? I like climbing them. Hmm. Okay, so... <laughs> when was the last time you climbed a tree? <laughs> okay, 83. So yeah. what, happens, what happens when we have you know, all these batteries that die? Where are they going? Well, so let's, let's go there. Yeah. Let's talk about things like the, the BZ4X. And so, so Toyota saying that the, in 10 years the battery will still function at 90% of its original okay. in 10 years. That's cool. Right. So everyone's saying even the Prius for 10 years ago, 90% of the batteries are still functioning. Okay. So then what about the environmental impact to make the batteries? All right. So they're saying that the 100% of those in 10 years' time will actually be carbon negative. So they will be putting... They will be taking carbon out of the atmosphere, of putting more carbon back into the atmosphere than they take out. Mm -hmm. To make the batteries. To make the batteries. Okay, we'll see. Well, that's their goal, to do okay. that. So they're actually going to be doing better for the environment. I'm than all about the it. environment. I am. I don't know why we just turned <laughs> to a one-way no, ticket. I but I still want my V8. Yeah. I, was, I, still, I still want my fossil fuels. I think we should send them to the black hole. What? All the batteries. Yeah. All just all the negativity. I don't on know the what Earth. would happen if you sent them to black hole. They probably spit them back out again. Well, I mean, at that point, it really be you know, it wouldn't be our problem. <laughs> I mean, it's not. You can't it, shuffle things from one place to another. Yeah, no. It's I mean, by the, do it. by the time it, it there is like a trouble with what we've put in there, it time moves different. It'd be like thirty seconds there, and be, we'd be in the world like five thousand by then. I just how about we don't do any of it? I mean, I'm saying don't create. Then you don't have to pass it somewhere else. It's fine. I mean, I, Karma. Yeah. I mean, you could just be like the Volkswagen. They 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 just made unlimited power. Why can't everyone else do that? Sure. That's that's another concern of mine. You know, rolling blackouts. You know, that kind of thing. That Texas. You know, 
the freezing. I don't know. I just we've I got to start somewhere. That. I mean, here, I here's the deal. We got to start. We got to start doing better the job than we have. And I agree with that. We got to do something. I think as but long I'm, as we remember that that very specific tip in War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise, and when they sent the EMP to destroy all of our electronics, it was the solenoid that just needed to be changed, and then the cars would work. So as long as we change the solenoid, no matter what, it will be fine. Electric or gas. More deep thoughts from Auto Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I just you got me lost. Because well, <laughs> like, you you said in a rolling blackout, so that made me think of like the zombies, and then oh, it made me feel of no like, power grids going just dead. Yeah, you if, know? They, if they die, you just change the solenoid. All, all I have to tell you and is the electric bill. Yeah. All we have to do is a better job. We have to do a better job. I, at making better vehicles, at making less damage. I agree, but we should have more options and more well, creativity. Well, you got to start somewhere. I'm not knocking it, Nick. I'm start just somewhere. saying. We've I got still, to start somewhere. I still like plastic straws. The paper ones suck. <laughs> they do. They get all soggy. Stick to your mouth. Let's, let's make plastic straws without making them of things that damage the yeah. world. Yeah, let's do that. Let's make cars without making them of things that damage the world. Yep. Let's do radio without damage things that damage the world. Go vegan, go electric. Go our auto expert. See you next week. You've been listening to Our Auto Expert with Nick Miles. Find all the show episodes at ourautoexpert.com. Please follow us on all social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Our Auto Expert. And message us for a quick and witty response. Yeah.